this is Genoa. This is Yusuf. And this is Entertainment. Hey, what's going on, everyone? We got another uh, review for you guys, but we're going back a little bit um, to 20, 20, the dreaded year, the year that we thought the world was going to end and, you know, we we're going to die because of the Mayan calendar. But, you know, hey, we're still here. So, yay. Um, and what movie were you reviewing of 2012? We are reviewing the Carl Ur- Urban movie. Uh, not the country singer, but the actor, uh, Dread. And according to IMDb, it is about in a violent futuristic city where the police have authority to act as judge, jury, and executioner. A cop teams with a trainee to take down a gang that deals with the reality-altering drug, slow-mo. Nice. So, what was happening in 2012 when this movie came out? Uh, okay, so in 2012, actually, I was just thinking about the notes. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, okay, so what we were watching on TV, of course, going from five to one. Uh, I think this is mostly all CBS stuff. So, it was Person of Interest, number five. Uh, NCIS Los Angeles. That was that was 2012 that came out. Wow. <laughs> All right. And then uh, we had Big Bang Theory number three and <laughs> Sunday Night Football. I think that was like NBC. And NCIS was number one. Damn. And CBS was crushing it. <laughs> oh. The 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 uh, senior citizen channel, as I like to call it. Uh, <laughs> Was ruling, ruling prime time. Exactly. Yeah, you can, you know, between dinner and bingo, you can watch any of these shows and, you know, go to bed by nine o'clock. And you could, yeah. <laughs> what were you doing in 2012? 2012, September. I was, of course, I was here. What was I doing in 2012? I think I was riding a wave of the inner world paranoia with everybody. So, you know, I think I was getting ready for end of days. Like, I was doing a lot of Costco runs and getting my waters because I heard it's going to be a shortage. Like, so like, don't wait to they'll go into the end of the year. You know, they'll go to November, December, you know, just get your stuff now. So I got my disaster kit. I got um, ravioli. I don't know why I got cans of ravioli and, and baked beans. And I got the waters. Um, yeah, so I pretty much was slowly kind of getting my, I was slowly hoarding <laughs> for the end of days. Uh, that's what I was doing the fall of 2012. <laughs> What were you doing? <laughs> um, let's see. I want to say that I was in. Yes. Uh, so in September of 2012, um, I met a guy in a bar and we hit it off and he lived in Bali. Nice. And he asked me if I want to go spend New Year's Eve in Bali. And I figured if it was the end of the world, what better place than going to Bali for New Year's Eve? <laughs> nice. Wow, you spent New Year's Eve in Bali? 
Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, tell me that. That's that's super cool. That's yes. a, that's a chapter in your memoirs. <laughs> yeah. So like um so how was it in Bali? Oh, is it, have you not been? Nope. Oh yeah. I mean I was there with the local. Yeah. Uh, and so it was it was great. He he showed me the touristy spots and then we saw some more of the local places like eating roadside chicken as you do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we went to the um we actually took a boat over to the Gilly Islands and did New Year's Eve on 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 one of the island, Gilly Islands which are super tiny like you could walk around the entire island. That's funny. Um, and it's just beautiful quiet it's it was it's the perfect escape from reality um especially like coming from new york yeah i can imagine wow that's awesome how long of a flight to bali from new york i guess <clears throat> well it was uh it was a 14 hour flight to hong kong mm-hmm. and then i i did um overnight layover in hong kong and then the next day caught a, I think it was a five hour flight from Hong Kong to, to, um, Bali. Oh, okay. So like, it, it took me a, a couple of days to get there. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, it was well worth it. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> so would you ever consider going back or was oh, it like, I went Bali, I did it once I'm good or. I would go back in a heartbeat, but I think it would be a very different type of uh, trip because like, I'm not, I was, we didn't, don't tell my mom, mom, don't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> but like we, we did the island on motorcycle. Um, so it was me on the back of the motorcycle zipping around the island. Nice. Okay, well, uh, you're still alive, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think I would ever do that again. Uh, mostly because I wouldn't be driving, and I'm not sure if I would. I would trust others to drive as much as I did this person. Right. Yeah, especially a motorcycle. That's 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 a lot of trust you put in <laughs> that person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's also cool. Well, you know, twenty. The 2012 was a very uh, eye-opening experience for for us. It's like, okay, things are gonna happen. We just, right, we gotta do what we gotta do. Right. We we spent we spent the fall very different ways, getting ready for the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. But I mean, I did get fat off of ravioli and baked beans when I found out the world wasn't gonna end. Wow. But you were prepared and, you know, that's what counts. Exactly. Yeah. And I was ready for people to try to, like, break into my apartment and try to get my ravioli and baked beans. I had a bet. So. I, I I was prepared with, with booze. I smuggled in two bottles of champagne to a Muslim country. So <laughs> I, I paid off customs. Awesome. Yeah, that's all it takes. Like, there's no champagne in here. Yeah, come here, let me shake your hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, see, that's how you do it. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. unfortunately, the future in this movie, you probably wouldn't have that 
kind of freedom to do stuff illegally because you would be arrested and or killed by the officers because they do snap judgment on the spot. Yes, because the cops are judge, jury, and executioner, and it was up to their discretion on how they wanted to um, do your sentence. And in most cases, it was execution. Yeah, it's so funny watching this again. Okay, well, let's get a little backstory. So this movie is based off of a comic series called Judge Dread. Um, the first so, appearance. I'm sorry. I, so, because it was based off of Judge Dredd, and wasn't there a Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd movie? That's what I'm about to get to. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Judge Joseph Dredd uh, is a fictional character. This is a Wikipedia I'm reading off of. Created by John Wagner and artist Carlos Escuela. Okay. Uh, he first appeared in the second issue of 2000 AD in the year 1977. I, yeah, I didn't know Judge Dredd was that old. Like his first appearance was 1977. Um, Judge Dredd is a law enforcement So We talked about this. Okay, in Great Britain, the character of Dredd and his name are sometimes invoked in discussions of police states, authoritarianism, and the rule of law. Over the years, Judge Dredd has been hailed as one of the best satires of American and British culture with an uncanny trend to predict upcoming events such as rampant massive surveillance, rise of populist leaders, and the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, Judge Dredd made his live action debut in 1995, because I remember going to see this in theaters in 1995, uh, Judge Dredd, uh, portrayed by Sylvester Stallone. Yes. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Is that in 93 Demolition Man came out. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I always get Demolition Man and Judge Dredd mixed up. Ooh. Because the cop, I mean, the the outfits were sort of similar. This Sylvester Stallone plays or, or wears, uh, except for the helmet. Yes. <laughs> um, and the in Demolition Man, man, he has Wesley Snipes as his um, bad guy, but in this one, he has Armand Asante. Um, in Demolition Man, uh, he has oh, who's the woman? Oh, Sergeant Bullock. Sandra Bullock, and in this one, in Dim, in Judge Dredd, he has Rob, <laughs> Rob Schneider. Schneider. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> but they like for whatever reason they always sort of merge in my mind. So when you suggested Dredd, the Carl Urban movie, I was like, what? Like the remake of Demolition Man is what I'm thinking. <laughs> which is for everyone listening, it is. It's definitely not. No. A remake of Demolition Man. No, and they should never touch Demolition Man. They should never remake Demolition. Demolition Man is just the perfect microcosm of the, the not, early nineties. Yes, like do not leave it alone. It was amazing as it is. And you can and you, and you never you, you're never going to find someone as gleefully villainous as the Simon Phoenix Wesley Snipes character in Demolition Man. 
So yeah. don't try it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so funny though. It's Tim Demolition Man. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, it is a future. Like Demolition Man does dread. It's like that future, 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 like dystopian kind of thing. Um, yeah. So the Judge Dread, the 95 one, uh, yeah, it didn't do too well. Um, it definitely received some backlash from diehard, um, you know, Judge Dread readers. Um, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it, even though it was, I believe it was, it was R-rated, it didn't really stick the landing, so to speak. Uh, and, you know, flash forward to 2012, you get this version, um, which is pretty much universally praised with like non-Judge Dread uh, readers and Judge Dread readers alike. Um, you know, far as portrayal, the feel, the tone, the violence, uh, they said they really got Dread right with this movie. Uh, yes. So the Carl Urban Dread is starring Carl Urban that we've we've mentioned a few times. <laughs> uh, Lena Headley, who plays the uh, big boss, and then the the new recruit is played by Olivia Thirlby. Um, and for those that know, that don't know who Lena Headley is, um, she plays Cersei in. Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. <laughs> she also plays Queen Gorgo in 300. She's just like a badass woman. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Anytime she's in something, it's like, all right. If anything, her character is going to give you some stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, she also plays uh, Sarah Connor in Terminator. Sarah Con- yeah. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. I keep forgetting about that. Like, she was Sarah Connor. And she was awesome too, Sarah. Yeah, I was sad that I think I only had two seasons, but uh, it was such it was such a good show. Yeah. Uh, Wait a minute, hold up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but at a certain point of that show, didn't uh, what's that name from Garbage, Shirley Manson? Did she like pop yeah, in she a couple? Play, of- she plays the Terminator. She plays yeah. She was a Terminator. Yes. Oh, I th- okay. I, th- I thought it was like a couple of them that came and tried to kill them. And she was one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the guard. The, uh, what's it? Oh, that's her name, right? Shirley Manson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's the girl from Garbage. I love her. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was a pretty... Yeah, you're right. It was a good show. I like it. Yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, and then the, the young recruit, who's played by Olivia Thirlby, um... The most recent thing that I've seen her in is Why the Last Man. Um, yeah. But she was in L Word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's been in some stuff. Yeah, but nothing that I, I really watch. So I mean, <laughs> she was in Juno. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she plays the friend in Juno. Right. Uh, no strings attached. I think she plays the friend in that. She's like always a sidekick friend, mm-hmm. and not necessarily like the the main actress right yeah so yeah she's definitely the recruit this is like her her training day so to speak in this movie and the advantage with her is they call her i guess in this world they're people who have heightened abilities and they're there's the slang for these individuals mutants like oh you're a mutant huh <laughs> uh, 
So she can, uh, I guess, what is it? Psych- she she can psychically, she can like read people's minds and, right. and also so, sort of see quick glimpses of, like she can touch things and, and see quick glimpses of what, what happened there. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, she's, she's a good partner to have with those abilities, especially if you're, you know, uh, law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, she's perfect. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So pretty much this, okay. Pretty straightforward story. If you haven't seen this movie, um, you know, Dredd and the recruit, uh, Anderson, they go to this building complex where mama played by, uh, Lena, uh, Hetty, what runs shit. Like she's at the top floor. She's the woman in the high castle and she is the sole, um, distributor of, as Jen was said, slow-mo. And it's funny, like, when I seen the poster, like, I was going through the Google images, it was like, Dread 3D. It's like, oh, it makes so much sense now, you know, because they did the slow-mo stressful effects. You watch this in 3D, I'm sure you'll be like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't watch, I didn't see it in theaters. I actually missed it in theaters, but I was like, oh, yeah, they did do this in 3D, like, in movies, so. I was, this is in the, my time in New York where I was basically going to concerts every night. Um, <laughs> so I was definitely not going, I didn't, definitely didn't see this in the theater. Didn't even think about seeing it in the theater. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, actually, like, I, it didn't, I don't think it, it didn't do too well in theater, like, theatrical release. I guess people still had the sour taste of Judge Dredd in their mouths from the 90s. Um, but it's kind of like what these one dread is one of the movies when you watch over the years and catch a lot of like cult followers and like people like like yeah dude like the new dread the car urban was just amazing you know and then more people watch more people watch it and be like oh yeah that dread was awesome kind of thing and that's kind of where the dread is actually there were a couple of petitions over the years to like get a sequel up. Yeah, but the thing is, like, also, people didn't really know who Carl Urban was because right before this came out, I mean, yes, he was in, like, he was in Born Supremacy, but he had a bit role in there. He gets killed pretty quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, he was in Star Hercules and Xena Warrior Princess, but again, like, yeah. I mean, a lot of episodes, but no one's going to be like, yes, Cupid from the <laughs> Warrior Princess to play this character. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be a box office smash. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, let's see. Um, Star Trek did come out in 2009, which mm-hmm. is crazy to think. And he, he plays Bones. Mm-hmm. So, so people may be like, okay, Bones, but you. Like, in your mind, you don't think that Bones is going to. Oh. <laughs> what, did uh, the neighbors come in? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. In, in your mind, you don't think that Bones is going to be, like, the the guy that Sylvester Stallone uh, played. You just, you don't, in my mind, I, even though I've seen the movies, I still don't connect it. Right. I mean. 
I mean, honestly, like in my mind, Carl Urban, every time I see him in something new, I'm like, who's that? I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he's That's in everything. Like, <laughs> he's in Thor Ragnarok. And, yeah. and when I look at him, photos of him as that character, Scourge, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. No, that yeah. can't be him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's in The Boys as Billy Butcher. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's also confusing to me because he never. <laughs> ever looks the same Um, and even his IMDB photo which I I think is hilarious Yeah, (laughs) he uses a photo as Cupid from Xena Warrior Princess and he's bleached blonde he looks like he's playing Sting from Mm. (laughs) Doom damn it see that's what the the villain knew should have had Carl Irving come <laughs> cast him with the frosted tip blonde hair. I mean, there's still an opportunity for the second Dune. Yeah, sure. All right, Carl, call him. He's down. He's always down. <laughs> just just need to bleach his hair and he becomes the, the sting character. Exactly. Yeah, you know, that could work. <laughs> yes, yeah, Carl's definitely, uh, he's been a chameleon over the years of his filmography. Like you said, he's like, wait, he was a dad? Oh, oh yeah, he was in that. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, it's just cool. And let's not forget uh, the classic The Rock in him was in Doom, D-O-O-M. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, God. All right, yeah, we need not talk about that movie. Anyway, so... <laughs> So yeah, back 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 to Dread. Um, yeah, so pretty much that's the basis of the story. Like, okay, Dread and the the Anderson must go take down Mama, who's in the top floor. But Mama pretty much owns the everything. Like she runs, she she have her kind of um her was it the the guy behind the chair, the kind of the tech guy who can actually, you know, hack stuff like and shut down the building. So pretty much she shuts the building down and it's like, okay, uh, residents, you know, go back, go into your apartment. There's two judges that were pretty much, there's two judges we're about to kill. Go into your apartments, you know, and it will be done soon. So that's kind of like her attitude. Uh, and, you know, dreads, you know, wit and, vi- and violent tactics along with Anderson's, you know, smart, uh, nuanced approach to getting out of situations and her abilities. They managed to get out of hairy near-death situations within the building. Uh, and that's kind of like the bulk of, like, so that's probably like the setup for all these, like, cool kills and action sequences and, you know, fights and headshots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we we haven't reviewed it, and I don't know if we will, but um, it feels like the raid was definitely inspired by this movie. Yeah, uh, we did do the raid. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Oh, because that's what. Because in that episode, I was like, "Did you see Dread?" You're like, "No." Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was like, "Does this remind me of Dread?" You're like, "I didn't see that yet." I'm like, "Oh, you gotta watch Dread." <laughs> right. Sorry, guys. Those brain cells are dead. Um, <laughs> That's right. That was like two weeks ago. Yeah, pretty much. But yes, you're right. It is like three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You have the person they have to take down the top of the building. Uh, and like in what Jim was said about Lena Hetty, like her 
her performance is so awesome. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So her her character, they do a nice job. Like a lot of times the the big baddie, you don't necessarily get a backstory on them, but they give her like a quick backstory of how she ended up the head of the gang, um, that she was a prostitute and was cut up and could no longer work. And to get revenge, she basically took over all of the other gangs and now runs the building and the drug trade. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, and also, and I love the approach of like her. It's no, it's, it's no secret that Hollywood, especially when it comes to like either like villains or, you know, leave women, they like to like make them, you know, make them look attractive, like kind of like, you know, make them look pretty for the camera. Like, I love her look. That, I'm like, when you see her, like, you're scared of her. Like, she, like, sc- straight up Scarface. She's, like, damn near sliced up on one side. And she's, like, glassy eyed. Like, she's still kind of high. And her hair is all spiky and fucked up. I, I was like, yeah, like, when you see her presence, like, you're kind of like, oh, like, she, she's, yeah, don't, don't mess with her. She looks unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you believe that she would kill you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and she don't say much, and that's like kind of like like the, the the menacing element about her. Like she she's kind of glassy a little bit, but she don't say much. And like she could just shoot you in the head as she's talking to you. And I just like love how she approached like her character. It's like yeah. Don't mess with her because she will probably shoot you and probably see where your family is and just kind of just casually knock on the door and just wipe out your family. Go get a sandwich. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, We should probably talk about the drug for a second. Uh, So slow-mo the drug, when you take it, it slows down reality significantly. So everything's going um, at and a fraction of this, or it feels like everything's moving at a fraction of the, of the speed. And one of the ways that the ma kills people is that she gives them the drug and then she throws them off the side of a building. So they, so as they're falling down towards their death, everything's moving in slow motion towards. Them. <laughs> like what's even, what's is another messed up way to do to kill somebody. So it's kind of like they're, it's they're they're like it's like it's like the best experience they have in like even though they're about to die they're like oh it's so amazing look at all these colors like acid like visually we watch it just like these very saturated like oranges and blues and glitter and sparklies like around elements and objects around you to the point where you're like wow so so awesome kaleidoscope of color and (laughs) <laughs> yeah also the the slow slow-mo sound effect uh and this is awesome is based off of a justin bieber song that's been slowed down 800 times <laughs> uh oh, oh that's cool actually yeah you, you got to, also you got the same uh thing i looked up yeah that's crazy i wonder what song was it uh it doesn't matter it's a justin bieber song <laughs> oh that's hilarious Oh, and when you when you were talking about the raid, you want to 
You, do you have that also when you're talking about uh, Dread is often called a, a raid ripoff? But Dread, uh, but Dread began shooting first. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so due to the fact both the raid and Dread revolve around law enforcement officers busting into apartment building, uh, actually, uh, Dread hit theaters months after raid. But Dread began shooting first. Uh, it just had a much longer post production process, of course, because they had to get the whole slow mo thing. Right, right. So technically, Dread was uh, in the can well, before. But, and Dread is also based on comic book mm-hmm. that is much older than Raid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and also, and also, Carl Urban who was a Dread fan also fought against the director in the studio uh, have Dread take off his mask because there was going to be some scenes like the Mandalorian where, you know, he takes his mask off and you see his face. <clears throat> but um, Urban was adamant about not doing it, like keeping, you know, keeping the helmet on. Because I think in comic book, he never showed his face. So. Yeah, that's that's what the trivia says. Yeah, so good for him. You know, it's like, yeah, and that's 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 an actor is like, look, I'm true to the material and not my selfishness of like, hey, people need to see my face at a certain point. Yeah, because I think half the movies, that's just alone, didn't have a mask on the judge. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Stone wants to show his face. Um, so another movie was inspired by the Dread comic books um, or Dread, the movie ripped off this other movie and it's RoboCop. Um, There's a scene early in the movie where Judge Dread tells the citizens of the building that they have uh, 20 seconds to disperse uh, or they, you know, disperse. um, You have 20 seconds to comply. Mm -hmm. Same thing that Robocop says to Mr. Kinney before shooting him in Robocop. Yeah, it didn't it didn't uh and I say that to one of the OCP people before yes. Yeah, before yeah. shooting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have 15 seconds to comply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, no, that's cool. I didn't catch that. I mean, the the lines sound really familiar. I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds familiar. But yeah, okay, there we go. Now it comes all now it comes together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the movie is what about an hour and a half, I mean, which is like a good standard kind of uh length for especially a movie like this. It's like, yeah. Like you know, this don't need to be a two hour movie. It'll be over it'll be overkill. <laughs> yeah, Netflix now has a category category of movies called 90, 90 minute movies. Uh and this would <laughs> Well, perfectly in there at, at 95 minutes. So, yes. Yes. So, yeah. It's like you're in, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Simple story. You know, it'll need, it'll have any complex B plots or anything like that. There's no, like, there's no, uh, Sergeant Al Powell outside of the building talking to McLean, you know, that's trapped inside the building. There's no FBI agents with their side plots or like, nope, none of that. It's just like, Ready to go kill Mama. That's all. That's all we need. That's all we need to know. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and spoiler alert, he accomplishes it. Um, <laughs> I feel like we kind of need a second Dread movie. That's what all these petitions was going around for. I mean, but, I'm I'm down for it. Yeah. Well, let's let's spark back up the petition. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure Carl will be down. Actually, it was a point where Carl was like, you know, hey, if they if they call me, I mean, I wouldn't mind going back to Dread. Yeah, he said he liked he liked playing them. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So, what is our rating? Uh, sit on the sofa and watch it. Have it on in the background as you're doing things around the house uh, or go outside and take on the crazies. Yeah. Now, I would rather sit on the couch but watch Dread take on the slow-mo crazies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this is sit down. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all I got. To. I mean, it's just it's just a good for 2012 to like actually have a movie like this that's kind of under the radar that you know it was a lot of good visuals the slow-mo was very like innovative the, you know the violence was there <laughs> I mean it was solid it was a really solid like movie uh, yeah but on couch yeah I mean it's, it's uh, ass on the sofa for me also um, I think you can rent it on like iTunes or Amazon or something, but it's also on Tubi for free this month. It's on um, Hulu too, right? Um, oh, it might be on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely. So check out one of Carl Urban's Overlook Gems, <laughs> uh, Dread. Uh, yeah, check it out. You dig it? Um, yeah, we dug it. Uh, and we will catch you guys next week with some spooky stuff but we ain't afraid of it uh, till then we'll wish everyone safe physical distancing in uh, get your boosters and your vaccines and keep wearing those masks yes Peace.